0: In this episode of FalconCast, Dave, Joey, and Sean, the team that is creating the student film Silver Lining, offers an insight into the student filmmaking process. How do these dedicated students start their filmmaking process? What inspires them? What are some of the challenges that they face? It's time to go behind the scenes of the film department and see what it takes to make a film. I'm your host, Nikki, and this is FalconCast.
1: Hi, what's up, y'all? My name is Dave Abalone. I'm a junior at Vichburg State University. I'm a film major and theater minor. I portray Brian Burstyn in the upcoming film, Silver Lining, and I'm very excited for that.
2: Yo, yo, yo. My name is Sean Michael Hibbert. I am the uh, director slash writer of this film, Silver Lining. I'm in my third year, and yeah, excited to be here.
3: Hey, everyone. I'm Joey Datavi, and I am the uh, director of photography and camera operator for Silver Lining, and I'm in my junior year as well, and... Film major and musical performance minor.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Nice to meet y'all. So why did you, for the director, why did you choose this particular script or project to pitch to your advanced class?
2: Well, this film is just different than the ones i usually write because usually i try to make it much more comedic tongue in cheeky and like more science fictiony but um with this script the script was more personal because it kind of delves into my fears and into like my insecurities a bit so i was like hey that would probably be a good story and peter would probably like it to the point that it would be chosen for our advanced film so that's why i wanted to pitch it just because it's much more grounded and different and hopefully impactful
0: so, how did you guys, whether Joey or Dave, how did you guys choose to get get involved in this project? Like, why? Like, what was what sparked your interest in this project?
1: My main thing is, um, as Sean said, I've known Sean for a couple of years, and he's always made like comedic films right like comedic content that's more his thing and um for once he made something that's not so comedic more like emotional right and then the character brian burston is the comedic relief within that emotional piece so i thought it was a really good challenge to portray him to really bring the light in a very dark film i guess we can yeah i pretty much trusted sean to really just be the
3: person to kind of bring this forward he's a very big people's person and i've known him since my freshman year so i just trusted him That he would be able to direct a film that is very good.
0: I don't know much about the advanced class, so can you guys explain a little bit more of like the process and like whether it's like picking a script or picking like a group to work with? Like how does that go? Like what's the process like?
2: So, usually at the end of the previous semester, um, right before you end up. So I'm going into advanced, but you already signed up for it. Pretty much the professor of the advanced class will send out an email saying, Hey, uh, we're hoping to do a pitch on this day for everyone who's interested in, in pitching their scripts. Just, just send it to me and let me um, take a look at stuff. And also, yeah, just be ready to pitch on this day. And when that day comes, it's usually like individuals or if you so choose to, you can have a group of you go up in front of the classroom and be like, Hey, this is what my script is about and the story, the characters and budgets. Uh, and this is kind of the rough estimate of the budget. Pretty much it's like, um, yeah, it's really like a just a, honestly a pitch session. But um, a couple of advices that I've gotten when I was talking about pitching Silver Lining was that, A, talk to people that you know that's going to be in the class. So kind of like build an army around you or people that will back you up. Because in a way, the more people you have, the more likely your script will be chosen. Because if they support your idea, then you're basically you're already on your way to make a film crew. Because not everyone in the class is going to be a singular crew. It's going to be divided in two. So there's going to be two projects. But the more people that's backing up your project, the higher chance your script of getting chosen
0: so joey how was your process like with choosing sean's project to work on because he he mentioned that there's two projects is it just because like you knew him or like you read the script before like how was that
3: yeah i pretty much because i knew sean going for it and i remember i was on a trip to boston and you called me and then you said hey do you want to be dp on my advanced project and i said sure because again i trust you and also i would love to be dop on a uh, advanced project and i remember like the whole process going into it like with presentation day we were the only gr- i think we were the only group that actually made like a slideshow for it right everyone else just kind of like pitched it to the class with nothing else to it and then we kind of had like that probably some sort of an edge on that front
2: yeah i think so just because like hey this is our budget characters locations
3: yeah we didn't have the same tab before we call it like was it bleak present or something? like
2: yeah, that? Yeah, it honestly started off as the best day ever to the worst day ever to bleak present to back to the best day ever. Now silver lining.
0: <laughs> I love that title. Can I? Can I just say like that title just it seals it. I ha- I kind of know a little bit of the story and I think it's perfect. So Dave, I just want to know more about like the audition process and like acting and all that.
1: Funny enough, when I was told when I was pitched the idea, I think it was Sean or Lip because Lip was casting director i was actually in florida i didn't even know if i was going to come back to fitchburg state so let's just say that this project is the big reason why because i was about to move there like literally let's just say that this project was a big factor as to why i decided to come back because i just had to be a part of it you know so pretty much they reached out to me they asked me to submit a self-tape because i couldn't do it in person because again i was you know across the u.s yeah that's the audition process i submitted it and i think like the, the day after that they got back to me and said i got it so how
0: was the audition process from like you guys side of things like what was that like
1: so the original plan was we
2: were going to have two uh, sections we we're going to have the uh, video submission section where we get to see like the vibes of the actors and be like oh okay and like this person would be great at playing this person and etc and then we were going to do a chemistry read uh, in person but while we were sitting down watching the auditions we were honestly all like looking at each other and we were like we have three weeks to um practice and then to film we don't have time to uh Uh, do a chemistry read. It was more like, um, it was like a two out of three decision because I was like, oh, wait, but I promise. But like, you know, it's like, the thing is, it's like, yeah, we didn't really have enough time and we wanted to give enough time to the actors to rehearse and practice and block. So pretty much, it was very difficult because we had a lot of uh, submissions. But personally, I'm happy with the cast that we end up casting.
0: So obviously that was a very challenging decision to make with like cast and stuff. So what's some more challenges that you guys have experienced throughout the project i know you guys have filmed a couple of days or so so what are some challenges that in your respective like part of this project you guys have faced
3: I mean, there was a lot of stuff we had to cut out because, like the like the beginning cuts that we had for it, tons more locations, tons more characters. We had to slowly cut it down because the professors had some ways of being like, "Oh, you got to cut this down. You got to make sure it's always in this limit and this page amount." And then we just had to cut it down, down, down. But we still have a story that's very good. And it was also things like uh, locations. That was probably one of our biggest things. We had a plan to go to this one house, but then something happened last second and we had to completely reschedule. And then it was like not even like a week until the shoot. And then I was able to get my grandmother to host for the shoot. So then that, that worked out. But then no, still things happen.
2: By the way, your grandparents have a
3: beautiful house. They they really do. It's they a really very do. nice house. Yeah.
2: So like this version of the script that we're using is actually like the sixth version. The first version was honestly 27 pages long and it had a whole new character, had a whole bunch of different elements that didn't even make it to the final um, final cut of the script honestly it was just like a wild ride because the the original idea in the um script was so much more like out there and like much more ambitious but as jerry was saying the professor was like yeah you should probably like keep it to 15 or under for um festival reason and also for your own sanity and i'm like
0: (laughs) Yeah, I respect that so much because I know scripts, they change all the time, even on set. Like, has that happened? Like, you have to, like, change something on set yet?
2: When uh, With filming, because we only filmed the first two scenes, but for the most part, no. Surprisingly, everything actually kind of, like, went brick by brick on the script. The only thing that is different is, like, the blocking, but we're still going to be filming the rest, the big chunk of it in march so i'm pretty sure that things are going to change because yeah it happens yeah and like i'm pretty sure that certain actors are going to have better ideas for dialogue
1: i guess it's a little inside inside joke so like pretty much when whatever project we were part of but well, Time Wars, for example, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes certain lines will be a certain way. And then I get so in character, so, like, into it in the moment. And I just naturally see something that I guess they're like, you know what? Let's keep that one instead.
0: What's what's Time Wars? You just mentioned, I, I like, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're in a whole different dimension right now.
1: It is another project that um, me and the director, Sean, is, okay. and, and Joey is George. working on.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a little, a little gang right here. So I want to kind of like know what inspires you guys and why you guys chose film and going forward, like what you want to do.
1: Okay, well for me, I've really I've I've loved movies ever since I was young, right? Especially I guess what inspired my love and passion for movies is well Scarface, my favorite movie of all time, and also Marvel movies, like superhero movies. I guess I thought like living in Worcester, Massachusetts, it's not LA. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm living in downtown London, you know. What?
0: Massachusetts is not. <laughs> Isn't no, not I was saying, yeah, it's,
1: exactly. Like it's not like this mad film opportunities where like you can really make a living out of it. Until I stumbled upon Fitchburg State University that offered a film program. So that's when I was like, you know what? Did my research, spoke to Kelly on the phone, spoke to um, a lot of people, asked around about it, and I was like, yeah, this is my dream. You know, I've always loved this.
0: When did you realize? When did you realize that this was your dream and this is what you wanted to
1: do? <laughs> so okay, so fun fact: before I transferred into Fitchburg State, I. I initially went to Quinn Community College and I was in bio pre-med and I took this one class called organic chemistry. This is when I was like, yeah, I'm about to just become an actor. It's not for me. It's like, you know what, I might as well chase my dream and do something I love.
2: I always wanted to be like something in the film industry ever since I was a little kid. I always like watched like I'm more of a television person than a um movie person even though i do love marvel i do love superhero movies that's like my movie genre and like probably not that much into sci-fi movies more into sci-fi tv shows but That's another tangent. Pretty much, yeah. Like I used to like watch, love watching TV. I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool! I want to be a superhero!" I'm like, "Yo, it's action packed!" Like because like when I was younger, I always wanted to be an actor. But like the more that I, but then I grew, like The more I grew up, the more I'm like thinking about what I want to do in life. It's like it just became more like you know, I actually want to like create these things to to, 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 like just like make it and be like, "Yo, I made that. That's so cool! I can't believe that actually." did that and um yeah so it's like now i'm just kind of like kind of like dabbling in i'm behind and in front of the camera so it's pretty cool i'm enjoying it here
3: i mean my inspiration mostly comes from like youtube because like growing up i there was a point when i just stopped watching tv and i just started watching like youtubers it's something that's uniquely like our generation i feel mostly because we just have that transitional state where like even like now people Probably they completely grew up on YouTube or some of like that. We have that kind of transitional thing. And I always tell these people, and I was like, dang, they're so creative. These, like, individual people who have so much power to just make something incredible. And then that was always the thing. Like, I started, like, doing, like, small YouTube views. And then, like, I learned how to edit by using, like, iMovie. And then, like, I moved on to, like, CyberLink Director. And then I've been learning to edit for eight, eight years.
0: I know being on set, it gets hectic. You have those moments. How do you guys like handle those those moments when you guys are on set and it gets like stressful or hectic
1: i don't really spend much time on set once i step on set i kind of become the character so like i don't you know and i kind of get into that mind frame like okay. yo this is not you this is not you Dave. this is dylan or this is brian you know what i mean yeah make it fun make jokes mm-hmm. scream if you need to do whatever you gotta do to just
3: survive.
2: If, you, if you're gonna freak out, you make a show out of it and make sure that everyone laughs because you know we're all in the same boat. I
3: was gonna say it's a film set. It's never not stressful. it That's what it is. It's just the atmosphere, the palpable atmosphere of just pure stress.
2: And honestly, just by the just by the action of just checking up on one another, that honestly could mean a world to everyone. Just be like, hey, how you doing? You're doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just a little stressed. Oh yeah, no, same. And then it's just like it evens the playing field. We all know that
1: we're stressed.
0: What is your takeaway so far from this project?
1: One takeaway, I've learned, um, I learned to be more um, patient, you know, like work around people's schedules, because you know, I'm not going to say too much, but, you know, a lot of things happened, right, where some things had to be worked around, something had to be pushed back. So I think as an artist, especially, um, I think it gets you the respect from other artists when it's like, you know, things happen. You're like, no, I'm I'm, I'm still here, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I got you. We're going to make this happen. We're going to work around it. And yeah, so I'd say collaboration skills. I, would,
2: I need to do better with time management. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, is there anything you would like to tell future peers that would be working on an advanced project?
2: Honestly, just, like, before actually taking advanced, it was, like, this big thing. It's like, whoa, they're the cool kids. They're doing advanced. Look at their movie cinematic style. But honestly, it's, like, you, you yeah, it's really, like, intermediate again, but just you just have more knowledge. So, it's, like... I would say feel a little bit intimidated because it is a thing. It is a thing. But also at the same time, don't be scared of it. It's like it's honestly it's you and your peers just making a film. So it's the same thing that I'm going to assume that most people or or most of you guys are doing anyway. So it's really just that just with a bigger crew and class resources, honestly. But it's like the same thing and it shouldn't be anything to be scared of.
3: Right. I'd say um, biggest thing you'd probably want to do is do what Sean did and like gather a team before and find people that you want to take advance with professors are going to tell you to do that anyways. But it's it is really important because I hear horror stories about people who are stuck in groups of people that they do not yeah. work well with. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that like it happened with intermediate and it, it's happened with advanced. Ooh. I have a crew of people that I love working with and are very fun. And if there was any sort of like people who were super like, they had lots of disagreements and stuff, and they were just very, like, not a good person, then they would all just fall apart. But we have that good group, so.
2: Honestly, the whole entire class, it's like, even not just our group, yeah, but, I, like, even seemingly the other group as well. It's just the whole class. It's just yeah. a good group.
0: So, from an active point of view, what would you—how would you encourage actors that are going to be in an advanced project or just, like, any project in general?
1: Any—I would say— uh this is, a, this is a very cutthroat um, industry, even though we're not really in the industry yet. But um, for people who plan to audition for advanced projects, one, it's paid, right? There's a whole budget. It's not like, you know, oh, yo. not to knock on directing projects, you know, because they're great. We've seen some great ones, like yours, for example, right? But like advanced project, there's a whole crew, right? There's a budget. There's, a, you know, there's money involved. There's people who donated their money to make this movie happen, so... Casting directors are going to try to pick the best actor fit for the role. So if you audition for an advanced project, you don't get picked. I would say don't get discouraged, right? Like, don't take it personal. Maybe that role just wasn't for you. You know, like there's a lot of things that go into my phys- physicality in casting, how you deliver the lines. You know, it's the, it's all about the director's vision. Don't feel like you don't take it personal. Because lo- my first advanced project I auditioned for is a project called Humbug. I didn't get the role. You know, like, like someone else got it over me. You know what I mean? And that kind of... That kind of did something to me, but after a while, like, it's going to happen. You're going to hear a million no's before you hear a yes. So that would really be my, um, my advice, I guess, to people who are auditioning for Advance. You know, just don't take it personal. Just do your best, and that's all that matters.
0: Is there one, like, what would you change so far? Is, like, anything at all?
2: i not not really i'm really cr- grateful for the crew i have i'm really grateful for the cast i have i'm really grateful for like the people that been helping out with the project.
0: their film silver Line it, is meant to come out this summer 2023 hopefully this episode allowed you to gain a better understanding of the film department and with that all being said that is it for this episode of fucking cast Hi, my name is Nikki. I'm a junior from Newton, majoring in communications, film concentration, and you are listening to Perseverantia, the Pittsburgh State podcasting network.